Hi, my name is Amber Semerow, and you're listening to the Homeschool Success Stories podcast, where I interview homeschool moms. Hi, so today I'm interviewing Audrey Winston. She is a secular, eclectic homeschooler, and um, the reason that she started homeschooling is because she would send her son, her older son, on the bus, and he would just be so sad. And she just hated to see his um, sense of wonder and curiosity disappear. And so she just kind of went headfirst into this homeschooling thing back, you know, 15 years ago when there wasn't as much going on. And she really does a great job talking about what exactly she did to keep that curiosity and her two older kids are 20 and 18, and they're, they've both graduated. One is at Georgetown, George Washington University, and the other is at Berkeley um, School of Music. So I think you're really going to enjoy hearing what she has to say. So let's go. Um, let's just get started with, you know, your background, where you are, why you chose to homeschool, and how many kids you have Great. homeschooled and all that. Great. So I am, um, I have four children and ages 21 down to seven. And we started homeschooling kind of, we tr- fell into it. We live in a small suburb outside of Cleveland, Ohio. And we have a, what people see as a fantastic public school system. Um, people move here for the schools. It's A plus rated. The Every levy is passed. Any accomplishments that the high school children have, the entire community celebrates. The facilities are fantastic. And my son um, was in first grade and doing very well academically and socially. And um, But by the end of the year, he just looked deflated getting on the bus. And Mm. after school, he would talk about how the day was long and not very interesting and asked if he had to go again the next day. And I think at the time, I didn't realize how common that is. And um, I, he was my firstborn and I wanted him happy and particularly happy about learning. So um, I started looking around at alternatives. and, and I'm glad I didn't know how common it was because I don't know that we would have jumped into homeschool had homeschooling had that not been the case. So um, we looked at private schools and that wasn't something I was terribly interested in sort of generally. Um, I liked the idea of public schooling um, in terms of um, the diversity of views and, and part of a larger community. And, um, but it's supposed to be a good thing, right? <laughs> well, it's so supposed I, to be. it isn't the schooling part of public. Right. That I thought I was interested in. It was more the public thing, just sort of being a part yeah. of the community. And, yeah. um, and then I looking into the public schools, I saw the price tags <laughs> and then laughed yeah. that that was not something that we were interested in. I mean, that was just, the, you know, yeah, this was not something we were going to consider. So right. um, a friend suggested homeschooling and um, I just kind of jumped in it's sort of in uh, maybe August before his second grade decided, well, I'll look in to see how to do that and, and did. And we, um, so it was unexpected and sort of sudden. So you did it when he was starting second grade. Mm-hmm. That's when we started. Okay. So he went kindergarten and first grade. 
And then you're like, this just, he's not excited about learning like he was before. And so what are our options? So second grade homeschool. Okay. Exactly. So second grade, we decided to homeschool. And I think at first, um, I was looking at homeschooling as just a way to make learning what he was learning more fun. So in the very first month, it was things like instead of writing on paper, we'd write on the windows. And instead of reading in the same classroom every day, we'd read in a hammock. And um, just sort of trying to, you know, we listen to music during lunch or spend our mornings instead of chasing around looking for shoes and lunch boxes, we would um, read in bed together. That sort of thing, just making it more fun. But it very quickly mm-hmm. blew into something completely different than what I was expecting. So, um, so what, like, so did you really follow a curriculum or you were just kind of doing fun things when you started? Um, when I started, they, of course, this was a long time ago. He's 21. And yeah. so, you know, there yeah. really wasn't much internet. There was a few curriculum. I think maybe we followed a math yeah. curriculum, sort of. And, um, mm-hmm. but mostly, and he was really young and I had, a, a, my second child is two years younger. And mm-hmm. so it wasn't, um, we weren't really following a curriculum, but didn't even see that that was, you know, necessary or an option. But, um, Mm-hmm. But we, it, it changed so quickly. And really, I think what happened is um, I started seeing just the momentum of being with the kids and when they're learning and seeing their excitement in learning and getting mm-hmm. excited about exploring the world with them changed our schooling into something different. Um, so we yeah. So you had a younger child. How many younger kids did you have at that time? So I, I have sort of two batches of children. I have two uh-huh. are two years apart, and then about ten years later, we had two more. <clears throat> so the first two okay. So you just had the two. Mm-hmm. Did you have a baby yet? Not yet. Yes. Yeah. There was two years apart. So he was maybe six okay. when we started homeschooling, and I had a four-year-old. So we were okay. homeschooling together. So I started. Yeah. Okay. The younger one together. We were doing it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then years later had two more so um yeah and I'm homeschooling okay. them now. yeah so um real quickly what what is your background as far as you know being confident enough to feel like you were qualified to homeschool because I know that's something that scares people too is like oh. I didn't finish college so well no yeah. that, I I think um what happened is I was confident because at first because my husband and I had gone a long way academically, um, but have since learned that that was sort of irrelevant. So I think it probably gave me confidence at the beginning, but it's not something I think is necessary. Um, Right. Now that you've been through it. Right, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it helped at first because I knew that I could do elementary, you know, math and English and history. And that's kind of how, that's kind of how I was. Too. Right. So I Little did I, I know that there is more to it than. Right. But that was, but, that was okay. Yeah. Like you said, it gave sort of a, a sense of confidence going. Yeah. Um, so what is your background then and your husband's? Acad- what is your academic background? 
Um, well, I have an undergrad from UC Berkeley in um, political economy of industrial societies and a graduate degree from George Washington in Soviet and post-Soviet studies. And my husband, oh, yeah. so, an attorney, so your husband, what he's an attorney. So we've both been through okay. a lot of schooling. Yeah. So you were not scared about teaching elementary school. Um, <laughs> that was not a concern. No, but but again, I, I don't know that any of that is 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 required or applicable. Yeah. I think the only thing that was a, that was really ended up being truly applicable is that my husband and I both love exploring the world. And yeah. And so yeah. after after that initial time where I was just trying to make learning sort of more fun for my mm -hmm. son, um, mm -hmm. I I. I started to realize that um, doing like the small tasks like that were not as important to us as the sort of overarching goal of having our yeah. kids um, see the world as a place full of things to explore and experiences to be had and problems to be solved. And yeah. doing them that doing that, exploring and solving problems and experiencing things is joyful and fulfilling and what life is about to us. And um, so you're, and also showing them that they're capable of doing those yeah. things. They're capable yeah. of solving problems and exploring the world. And that to do that, you have to gain skills. Um, yeah. Sort of a means to an end, not. Right, right. So the, our goal became more to show them how to find and follow passions. Um, mm -hmm. And I think there's so many ways that you can do that. I think people do that in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. We didn't mm -hmm. do that by a set curriculum. We have kind of our own way of doing that. So do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about how you did that and what your approach was? Sure. Um, I, I don't think I was aware that I was doing it this way. It's just sort of through conversations with people. I kind of um, have talked about it to a point where it sort of has, it, it feels like a system in my head, even though it's pretty uh -huh. chaotic. Um, so we sort of do four things. And, and the first thing is that we um, follow our kids' passions. So. Mm -hmm. Um, when they are interested in something, we dive in. So I have a, I have, mm -hmm. um, a daughter who was interested in music. And so we incorporated as much skill building into that passion following as we could. Um, and, you know, so with music, it would be like history and, and social studies and math and, um, writing and we, you know, my, another child is into space travel. So, you know, it's engineering and there's chemistry and physics and, um, somebody is into history. And so, you know, researching. And so, so then would you kind of just like go to the library and get a bunch of books or order a bunch of books and kind of mm -hmm. do it that way or sort I of guess, yeah. research curriculum and be like, okay, this fits in and I can so show them kind of why they want to learn this because it feeds into their passion. Yes. Um, and, and all of those things. Yes. So, so that was definitely a part of our time is spent following those. Yes. Through, you know, I mean, through researching things online, getting books at the library, going places, you know, taking advantage mm -hmm. of the time we have homeschooling. So, for, you know, going yeah. to concerts, going to museums with exhibits on space, going to historical yeah. sites, talking to people that are 
um, involved in those right. experiences. Um, and, and all the time kind of trying to show them, you know, what it, what it really means to follow this passion that you have, like not, you know, what, mm -hmm. what, what it is, what it means to follow it. Um, and what uh, people that are following it do, how they spend their time. Yeah. Um, so kind of all of that. And it's very hodgepodgey in a way that portion of it is very hodgepodgey, but I think has been the most meaningful for my kids. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, again, just sort of trying to, as much as I can incorporate them gaining skills that are more broadly applicable while pursuing that interest. Yeah. So that's sort of one part of it. Um, mm -hmm. Another part is just taking advantage of taking in everything that we have mm -hmm. around us, mm -hmm. concerts and museum exhibits and festivals and, um, but doing it very actively kind of mindfully and, mm -hmm. um, not sucking the joy out of any of it and not with intensity, but yeah. like if, if you're going to go to a, an Italian festival, let's find it on the map and let's research a little bit of history. And if you're going to an, you know, an Irish festival, let's look at the music. If you're go, you know, let's, let's mm -hmm. do the Scottish games at home and use that as an opportunity to measure how far we can throw the pole, you know, sort of take in everything. Mm -hmm. You go to an art museum and there's a piece that the kid is, kids are really interested in then let's explore that artist and where they were in history mm -hmm. and just do it actively and if you go for a walk in the woods and you find a yeah. frog let's identify it and you know that um yeah yeah but try and do it joyfully because that's what learning is yeah <laughs> because yeah. learning is fun it's fun to understand things and what is this and you know and and the kids there you get their attention more when they're out there when they're in the woods when they're at the concerts like oh now I see this now I see now I have more questions right mm -hmm. because yeah so As, that's awesome and, I and, love that and also not not just that, um, there's, an, there's an extra piece that I've seen really play out as my children have become adults that um, also just that that is a part of their life is engaging in things. So if, um, you know, it, it, where, they're, where their paths have taken them, they take advantage of the, the concerts and, and exhibits and being involved in, in their, what's around them. They're excited to travel. Yeah. To, to experience new things. Um, so it's just, it's kind yeah. of, they, they're living their life. It isn't just yeah. accumulate the knowledge either. You know? Right, right. It's, it's kind of more inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Of like everything because, mm -hmm. yeah. And as I've been doing these interviews, it's kind of uh, come to me a little bit more like, school they try to recreate what we are able to do kind of naturally yeah you know and I'm like oh you know so we need to not there's no reason to be scared but uh it is scary because we all went to school most of us you know I'm hoping to get a couple that are second generation homeschoolers mm -hmm. and it's interesting to watch my kids because they don't have the same limits that I had that I've had to mm -hmm. like oh it's it's just life and learning yeah. yeah so um yeah and I, yeah. Think, I think it does i think it does 
um, yeah, it has affected them. I mean, I, I mean, I'll finish talking about what, what we're doing, but that the, the effect that it's had on, like you said, you want to have second generation homeschoolers. I, the reason I'm homeschooling my younger two is, um, because my, my older daughter had said, you know, I want them to have the same childhood that we had, um, which is that, that's, that was really telling to me that it, that it mattered. So, you know, I mean, that, that's part of it too, is not just, are they trying to recreate what we have outside of a classroom, but um, also that their, their life between zero and 18 isn't just about preparing them for college or careers or, or right. after it, it's also right. life itself. They're also going there. It's also the journey. I mean, I, I would, you know, I'm yeah. early fifties. And if right now, everything that I did, I had to wonder like, is this really going to help me as you know, I'm in retirement. Like, you know, is the hell right. really, that would be a really right. hard and sad way to live life. It and would. Yeah. Experience. Well, and I think especially now as uh, school days have gotten longer and, longer in the year too, longer during the day and in the year and there's less recess it's like it just gets uh, i think harder and harder for these kids it's like they just need to run around (laughs) you know they just need the kids yeah yeah. i agree so um so that's kind of the first two parts of our homeschooling is sort of experiencing the world and um um and following their passions. And then, then the other couple of parts, one of them, the main thing we do is just chat all the time. We talk about things, you know, we Mm -hmm. um, take any moments that we can to, you know, how does that machine work? Why do you think that bird's beak is shaped that way? Just chat about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how, how do you feel about what happened to that character in that book? Or, you know, if you, what do you, yeah think that neighbor is doing that that's sort of you know um just talking all the time Mm -hmm. Um, and and a lot of our our great plans for the day I'll have you know some project plan or something I think we're going to do for that day and then we have a conversation at the table and we jump in the rabbit hole right and we just kind of go down that path all day all week maybe it completely changes what we're doing um and I've sort of learn to be okay with that. So that's, that's a big part of our homeschooling is just kind of chatting and things that come out of that. Um, And then the last thing is sort of just filling, filling in things with curriculum, either purchased or not. And um, I, I try and how much we use that kind of depends on what the other three parts of our homeschooling have led us to do. So if, you know, if, a, mm-hmm. if something we've attended that, you know, if, a, if an, a trip somewhere, if we've done a lot of writing about that, then I don't feel like we need to do the writing curriculum that week or, you know, right, right. science has led to math. So we just kind of fill in the, the gaps and it's hodgepodgey and it's not perfect, but it's mm-hmm. work. I have kids that yeah. have passions and they're following them now. And yeah. um, so it's worth So what are they doing? So what are your kids doing now? The ones that have graduated? Um, well, they're, one of them is at a conservatory in Boston studying music with an aim at being a musicologist. She's a classical voice person. Awesome. And, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, interested in, in music and um, its relationship with society, sort of, you know, of how interesting. And then um, I have another one who is in a fantastic university in Washington, D.C., studying international relationship relations. Um, and he is an ROCT cadet. And um, so he's awesome. on scholarship. And um, they're, you know, I mean, they're home now. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone's home now. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're home now, but they're out, at, you know, taking in the world. And they're, mm-hmm. they're um, they see, to me, it was a success because oh, they went to high school, public high school. But yeah. um, to me, it was a success because they're, they're doing what I had hoped, which is, like I said, they're, they're exploring the world and they're following passion and they're trying to solve problems and understand things. And they're vivacious. Yeah. 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 They. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. You cut out. Sorry. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, It sounds like they have a love of learning and love of life too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're engaged and vivacious and that's, you know, that's what I had wanted. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so how long did you homeschool them then? Did they both go to high school full time? Yes. They went through parts of middle school. I I think, um, so my first went back, I, I think mostly because as I said, we live in a community where the school is so much a part of the community and he was involved in sports and his kids were in school. We were the only people in town that I knew that that we knew that homeschooled. And um, I think he felt a little other and didn't want to feel other. Um, He wanted to, he wanted to go back and the transition was easy. Nothing smooth a little mm-hmm. weird from the administration who i think were were nervous and not oh, sure no. to expect yeah but he was the the transition for him was totally smooth and academically and socially and everything else yeah. and then i think my daughter That's after, awesome after a year of being home um without him i think she missed him i think for her yeah. doing it with him was more fun so then she yeah. um she did um, a like two years at a Montessori, and then went into uh, then went into the public schools. Well, and that's one thing that I want people to know is that if you homeschool, it doesn't mean that that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean okay, now I'm a homeschooler, and that's all I can do. Right? Like, no, this is like you can customize it for mm-hmm. whatever you need. And so, I love that you did that. I mean, that's exactly what you did. You were like, okay, they need to be home. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, now it's time to go back. And yeah. And, and that worked, that worked really well. I think that I'm happy um, that, that they, they took things with them that I'm really happy that they took with them. I think they were, um, um, they were, they had an attitude about learning that I think served them well in school. They weren't focused so much on the grades. They did very well, but it wasn't, that wasn't mm-hmm. the goal for them. It was kind of yeah. learning what you needed to learn. And, and um, yeah. they're, 
their approach to academics I was really happy with. And also they sort of were self-affirmed. So they made really good kind of choices mm-hmm. socially and, and um, what mm-hmm. to get involved in. And, and um, I think that served them well too and still does, but I think it made the transition. Yeah. Easy for yeah. Them. Yeah. That's awesome because um, yeah, because it's like, when you get to high school, junior high, you can start to pick classes and pick different things that you can do. And it sounds like they were ready to take advantage of that fully. And I think that's some of the problem in the system today is the kids, they never had time to just run around Mm -hmm. and be curious. And so when they do get to high school or whatever, it's just like burnout. Completely. Or, or after that, there's a lot of, yeah. Again, our, we have a, a school system that is, um, um, especially the high school, they have lots of resources. So they, ha- they offer mm-hmm. really amazing program mm-hmm. opportunities for mm-hmm. the kids that were really fantastic. Um, yeah. But there's also so much pressure to do well and yeah. That, that there was a lot of burnout, so they do incredibly well in high school, and then by the time they're done, they're just kind of done. You know, they're, they're excited to go off yeah. to the next adventure. Yeah. Here, it's mostly to college to just be done with the activity, yeah. which is so sad. So, I, Yeah, I know. And that, that was kind of my experience. Um, I got really good at taking tests, you know, and when I got to college, I was just, like, kind of tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So when I found out about homeschooling, I'm like, oh, like here, we can start filling in these gaps that like I had these big gaps. I don't know why, but they're, they're back, you know, yeah. so um, it sounds like you did it really well because you gave them a nice foundation and you were in an area that had good schools for when they were older and ready. So um <laughs> That worked out well. I don't know that they would have had to go back. I mean, it's. I think you can do it in a lot of different ways. But um, I think what I would want people to know is that it is possible to do it in this kind of hodgepodgey, mercurial yeah. You know, yeah. way that that does lead you to, you know, there's lots of nights where you lay awake, lay awake wondering if you're doing the right thing and what you're covering and not covering, that sort of thing. And it can work. Yeah. It can work. Yeah. It, my kids had no problem doing, taking standardized tests and doing well, even though they hadn't been mm-hmm. doing they were in second grade. It's not that difficult yeah. yeah. thing to learn. Um, it's, it's nowhere near as difficult to learn as to learn to how to really explore life and, and, and how to really want right. to go out and be a part of right. finding right. solutions to things. And, you know, yeah, that, that is really awesome. I really, I really appreciate that because I think it just shows people like um, you can, you, you know, see what your circumstances are, mm-hmm. see what your kids need, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. The school setting is good for them when they're, you know, um, so yeah, so I think that's just great to just, and, and that's exactly what I am hoping to show the podcast is lots of this, yeah. you know, and some people aren't as academic and others are and like do what works for you and, you know, figure yeah. it out. 
So, yeah, and, um, it, and, it, and it does. There's yeah. there's lots of ways to make it work. I know. Um, I I think my the way we do it is very sort of disorganized, and that that would drive some people crazy. And um, but um, it it's kind of how it's worked for for us. And um, I think also um, the other thing I would want people to to know is that um, there's so many choices out there now. So the, when I homeschooled my first set, there just weren't the kind of choices of curriculum. There weren't Facebook pages where you can find out what somebody else is doing. You know, the sort of the grass is always greener and looking to see what, what, what you ought to be doing next. I think there's even little acronyms for it that I'm not aware of. And um, that's very scary and very overwhelming. Um, I think that, it's it's fantastic. I would take that scary, overwhelming with all of the resources that it allows you and all of the affirmation that it allows you. So I'm all good with it being scary mm-hmm. and overwhelming, but it is scary and overwhelming. But um, I, I think I would, would want um, anyone who's considering this to to feel is not overwhelmed by all of those opportunities to kind of know that there isn't just like in life, right? There isn't one right curriculum that's going to be perfect and you're supposed to be searching for that right one. There's, um, or one right mm-hmm. philosophy. There's, you can, there's a lot yeah. out there and you can pick one and go with it and make it great. Or you can yeah. change it up all along and that can work too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah. think one thing I wish I would have known that I try with my younger two to remember, though I don't always very mm-hmm. well, but I try to remember is that, um, you know, an unfinished project or a curriculum that you do for a while intensely and then never open again, you know, half, it's half done or, um, is, is not a failure. Those are, you've learned so much in it and it's okay to switch it up and change it. And that it's also okay. You know, there's benefits to, to sticking to a program for our family. Um, those benefits outweighed by freshness but that that's okay it's you don't have to find that sort of perfect solution that one road you're supposed to go you know your 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 soulmates right. of curriculum you know that's waiting for you and you're supposed to find it that that doesn't right right like that for it to be right yeah yeah um one thing that i found too is like we learn <laughs> we've got time you know yeah. and sometimes we'll focus on one thing and sometimes yeah. something else um but yeah because that that's hard at first because it's like we i want to learn everything and they've got to learn everything and i've got to teach everything and um yeah so you really you really have to learn to kind of uh, you can't do it all in one day but you have time and that's kind of how life is too so it's kind right. of a life lesson yeah, I, I mean, that's like that for parenting at, in school or out school, that, you know, for parenting, in yeah. depth, like, which I think a lot of the yeah. homeschooling is, it's just parenting all the time, but it's not. It is. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you have time, you have to have, you have to try, try and trust that you, try, try and learn to trust that you have time and not, um, like you said, feel like yeah. you're it all at once. For me, that's something that's been really hard to, um to accept but um but i don't really have a choice i mean if that which is kind of nice right at the end of the day i'm out of hours so it doesn't really matter if there's yeah. what i wanted to do that day um i'm done with the day and start fresh the next day you know
Shoot, sure. that cut out. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Are you there? Okay. Yes. Now that cut out that last little bit, so I didn't hear it. I, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll have it on the other side. Okay. Um, but uh, so your, how old was your daughter? So when your daughter's son went to junior high, how mm -hmm. old were your younger kids? How old were your younger kids when they went to school? Mm -hmm. My, um, my, they were, ba my, my third was a baby and the fourth hadn't been born yet. The fourth was born okay. later. So okay. um, there was a little, a little gap in it. Well, I was, I just sort of went back to being a mom of infants right as they left. So um, I, I still wasn't ever, you know, I still didn't have two moments not being a parent, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I wasn't doing the teaching part of it yeah. as much. You know, I wasn't doing the academic side of it as much. Yeah. I was with the babies. Um, but yeah. it, was, it was funny. I I had homeschooled initially strictly for my children, like wanting to um, to for them. Um, and when yeah. my, but when my children went to school, I, I had this sort of hole in what I was doing. Yeah. Day. I realized how kind of fulfilling it was for me to yeah. be learning and exploring. And you're still doing that with infants. You're still, but it was, um, it was, it was different. I was surprised at how much yeah. I kind of missed trying to find a way to explain you know, something to yeah. the children, yeah. something with different views of how, you know, how to look at a historical event, you know, while I was folding mm -hmm. laundry, I didn't have to do that. And I really missed it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, it seems hard and people, that's so hard to take effort and thought and stuff, but you know, anything that's hard has great rewards. Yes. So yeah, I've been doing it pretty much nonstop. Yeah. So I had that, but I have felt, but, but I know what you're saying. Cause like when the kids leave too, when they go to college, that I, that was kind of hard for me. Like oh, I yeah. succeeded, but yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to miss them. Yeah, I know. That's, that's definitely <laughs> a mean trick. Oh yeah. That's very horrible. They should warn you when they put them in your arms, you know, don't get attached. So I, yeah, it's awful. It's yeah, I know they don't. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's terrible. I was not prepared for that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it uh, is hard. But they're still, you know, it's it's nice having them here now. I suppose in these unusual circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so your younger kids. So then, when they got to school age, you decided to just send them cool. to school. So do you want to tell that story? And well, yeah. So I sent my um, things were. By the time they were around school age, my older two were getting ready for college and we had other sort of outside life things happening. And so I just, our, um, our kindergarten is half day. It's not even half day, really. It's a couple of hours. So I thought I would send um, my daughter to that and that was fine. And then she went through, you know, she went into first grade and, and it was, um, it was, sad to me compared to what we were doing at homeschooling. Now it had, um, what was happening in the school had actually changed a lot since my older two were in school. Mm. 
there was a lot more communal learning, yeah. a lot more things that we were incorporating a lot. It, it, I'm happy with the changes that were made in public school for the sake of the, you know, the public yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it still wasn't the same as homeschooling. And, and I was kind of right. debating whether to do it or not. And that's when my daughter had told me that, you know, she, she said that they would do, she and, and the rest of my family had said they would do anything necessary to make that work. You know, if, if I was, if I was willing and they would do anything to make that work and that's, it was important oh, to them. And it really nice. moved me that my daughter had looked at that experience so positively to feel that way. So, yeah. um, so we jumped back in and it's just been, it's been terrific for her. She definitely has interests that she loves pursuing and spending her time that way. And, and then my son, um, it was the same thing, you know, that the half day kindergarten and now he's homeschooling as, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're still doing sort of the, the hodgepodge of, of, um, approaches to learning that we did in the did past. Before. Yeah. Um, so is it, is there anything really different that you're doing with the younger kids than what you did with your older um, yes. I mean, there's a lot different just because of the world and technology. I mean, it's so fantastic to have the kids ask a question and instead of having to wait to go to the library to look up a book, yeah. you can just have these amazing resources available all the time. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. It's, it's overwhelming, but mm -hmm. so wonderful. And, and every, um, you know, every moment something more wonderful is coming out. And so I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more curriculum choice that I'm really happy with. I, I mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm loving seeing that um, the history curriculum that's coming out now is, is um, there's many of them incorporate lots of lots more things than they used to, not just different viewpoints, but also the history of from different um, looking at different groups and also, you know, putting the history of, of science and, and, um, and you know, what was, what was happening across the board in science and art and along with what was happening mm -hmm. in politics. So I think that the curriculum yeah. is getting so much richer and, mm -hmm. um, and so much easier to use so much more choices. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's nice for when we use that, that's changed a lot. Um, also just the personality of the, the children are different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's changed. There's also a different age gap between the two and different personalities. So that's different. My first, mm -hmm. it was really just like homeschooling, you know, um, people of the kids of the same age, it just worked out really well. The two years, mm -hmm. their temperament and the, it was very easy. Now this is definitely that there's three years apart and mm. um, there's more of a difference in kind of their, you know, my, 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 younger daughter, my third child would sit and listen to a story all day. And my son would be jumping mm -hmm. in bed going, can we be done now? You know, so there's a different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's funny. Cause I, I, um, I, that does make things in a way harder, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, we yeah. Have yeah. But when, when I hear people say that they don't want to homeschool because of mm -hmm. that, um, I think mm -hmm. I was, when my son was, in public school and I went in for a party um, and the teacher who was a perfectly lovely, very loving woman um, had, you know, I told her that I was going to be homeschooling my son the next year that was in her class. And, um, 
And she said, wow, I don't know how you would do that with two children of different ages. And I looked around this classroom and she alone has 20 children <laughs> and some are, you know, right. are jumping up and down and others are very right. in the corner and yeah. some yeah. Are, are, you know, at the party there's games and some are reading the questions to the right. game and other ones can't sound out the words, but, but she couldn't right. how you would homeschool two children yeah. with different ages and abilities. And I, I think that that scares so many people. Like how would you, yeah. and it is more challenging. Um, yeah. It's also, you know, <laughs> it, it's, but it's also, I think they forget that you have one-on-one -on -one time. You only have two of them. <laughs> Completely. And that's only, yeah. And you do one-on-one -on -one and one-on-one -on -one and yeah. yeah. And sometimes you incorporate it together and sometimes you yeah. don't. And it, you know, it's, it, it works. So. And, you know, a lot of times when it's not their turn to be one-on-one, -on -one, they're like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Free time to go and Yeah, exactly. I can go do whatever random right. thing. Exactly. Uh, that kids like to do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, of that and kind of how you manage different ages and stuff, kind of what is your schedule like? What is a, what has been kind of generally a good schedule? <laughs> schedule. Um, <laughs> um, or non-schedule. <laughs> so what do I think my schedule is going to be at the beginning of the week or what does it end up being? Um, it, it really depends. Or both. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah, it really, it really depends. Because sometimes it's good to have goals, right? Right. Even and, if you don't match them, meet right. them. You don't. So um, yeah. I do, I think I'm more... And it changes all the time. But I think what most of the time what we are is kind of weekly goal oriented. So if I know that I would okay. like them to do, you know, their math from, you know, from a set curriculum a certain number of days and there's a, a writing project I'd like them to finish and a, you know, a science topic that I think we'd like to cover. And I kind of have those as goals at the beginning of the week um and i don't mm -hmm. keep those on a planner or anything because by the end what we've actually mm -hmm. done is frequently totally different from that so again if we've jumped down a rabbit hole or if somebody's really loved writing a story and it turned from a paragraph mm -hmm. into a book that they work on for the week or um, or the opposite they mm -hmm. it's something i thought would really be a springboard for something yeah writing and it totally falls flat mm -hmm. that, that, that wouldn't even be written down at the end of the week as sort of what we accomplished that week um yeah. so it changes a lot i try you know just kind of generally to um do if we're gonna do set curriculum i try and kind of do some of that in the morning but uh, um and you know mm -hmm. have done in the morning and then do other things in the afternoon is kind of the goal but mm -hmm. that seems to be upset so often by the fact yeah. that it's a beautiful day out or, um, you know, or, yeah. or, or it's, funny. <laughs> it's a beautiful day out. And so yeah. that day right. gets shot in maybe just a couple of hours, or we find out that there's, you know, some really cool exhibit at the art museum. Mm -hmm. And so we, we go up and that becomes our entire day. And then we mm -hmm. see a piece there. We weren't planning on, we just, um, so we went right before, um, everything was closed. We went to a local art exhibit to see for my daughter who was interested in, in um, astronomy mm -hmm. and cosmology. And the art museum had something on on the moon. Um, one of, so we thought that would be great. We'll go. And it 
turned out there was really only two photographs and that was kind of it. But at the same time, there was this other exhibit by an artist that was just fascinating and um, beautiful. And we learned about where he was from and we learned about the museum that he had started in his home country. And we learned about, you know, how his technique and we, it just became an entire new thing that we hadn't planned on at the beginning of the week. So mm -hmm. most weeks, honestly, kind of go like that. Um, and, um, mm -hmm. And that's somehow worked. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. I think that is really awesome. Um, well, there's a, yeah, there, and I there's a cost that I guess if you're wanting, if you're really wanting your children, you know, I know there's so much. I, I see now with so many more people interested in homeschooling, and they're constantly asking the questions, kind of on the Facebook page of how do I know I'm covering everything, you know, and and that yeah, that's in, a big question. Right. In, in my home, that doesn't really happen, um, at least not in the short run, right? So, I mean, some things I try mm -hmm. sort of, you know, math, you know, to kind of keep on what yeah. Yeah. grade level. Um, but that's really the only thing. Yeah. And, you know, we try and incorporate what yeah. I, they need to know about grammar and, and um you know, point out literary devices as we're reading, that sort of thing. I try and sort of keep consistent. Mm -hmm. um, but again, do you think, do you think that your ability to do that and have that confidence comes a little bit from your own studies? Um, poss possibly, maybe the confidence to do it, but I didn't study literature. I learned more to look for literary devices in, in mm -hmm. learning what my children should be getting out of books. I, yeah. you know, I don't know about, um, I mean, there's so many things that I didn't know yeah. Yeah. that I am learning to look for with my children. So I actually, mm -hmm. I, a lot of times that's been the biggest um, help from curriculum for me hasn't necessarily mm. been following the curriculum itself. Right, you right. At the, so, you know, I, I'll, I'll read sort of a philosophy of a curriculum, like what, yeah, it's, yeah. Kind of like what it's about. And mm -hmm. um, if, their approach, if their approach is interesting to me, I'll kind of try and take that and incorporate it. Um, wow, is that plagiarism? Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'll try and take it and sort of... Uh, you know, yeah. use that. In, yeah, yeah. So you know, if I purchase the book, we might never go through the curriculum, but I have learned how to look at that subject with my Yeah, family. yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think is the most important, like, how do you, uh, I guess, how could somebody gain that kind of confidence? to be able to look at, you know, curriculum and say, or do you think for some people, maybe it is better to just go with the curriculum? Well, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's wrong to just go with the curriculum. As I said, that, that for, for me, you know, so let's say like a math curriculum. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's some benefit to sticking to a math curriculum from the start to the end. You get the, the, people that put the math curriculum together have a method and they're teaching the method and it builds on itself. And there's definitely benefit for that. 
Um, the problem is for me, the, the, the cost of it, just us getting burnt out from it, <laughs> um, is yeah. too high. Um, yeah. so I would rather that, that maybe there's a little gap or maybe there's some things we don't get covered as well as others or tried to, because of just the sort of the freshness works for us. Um, and I think that's probably true across mm -hmm. the board. I think that if you're, yeah true in any curriculum that if you follow yeah. the technology um of the designers if it's done well there's huge yeah. doing that yeah. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't work as well for and i guess a lot of it is it really is like you have to kind of trust yourself like you you were good enough to become an adult <laughs> so if you didn't know that beforehand it maybe it's not totally necessary to know to be you know functioning member of society um I think that's I, I think that's that's true. Um, I also think that's where the overarching goal of teaching your children how to acquire skills and showing yes. that they're able to do it comes into play. So if I'm focused yeah. on I mean, but I think this happens in school as well. This is not just in homeschooling. Yeah. Your school right, a, right. school experience is going to have gaps. You're gonna have a fantastic teacher for one thing and not so great for the right. other. You're going to be absent the week that they learn to do this. And I mean, that's kind right. of life anyway. But I, I think yeah. that's why I think my overarching goal has worked in that, um, like, I, I know nothing about music. I mean, I grew up listening and enjoying music and going to a, a lot of performances. But, um, but what I think I gave my daughter was zero ability and zero um, knowledge, but the, the confidence to try it and to show her, oh, if you're interested in this, this is what you would do. This is what it means to, to study voice. This is what it means to learn how to write to be a musical. Yeah. Sort of, um, that's yeah. where I think that comes into play. So, I, you know, I think there's going to be gaps and just try and yeah. focus on the getting skills and how to yeah. Well, and I, yeah, and I suppose that if you're willing to homeschool, you're curious enough and <laughs> you have enough, you know, confidence to, to, to recognize that that's what you want to give your kids. And, you know, that's kind of. Yeah. And, and you don't, kind of you know, but I, but I agree that you don't have, it, it's not going to work for everyone and, and it's different. different. Yeah. There's different, um, and if you do homeschool, there's all different sorts of, you know, ways yeah. to go about well, it. Well, there's lots of philosophies. So maybe I would say maybe keep doing things until you find your groove. Yes. And, and like and don't said, give up. Like Yeah, like you said, you have time. You have time to do that. Even if you're yeah. just homeschooling for a year, you still have time to do that. You know, or if you're going to just yeah. try for a couple yeah. of years. There's time yeah. to do that. And, and, and again, it's that sort of, it, it's, um, if you look at what's happening in school as well, it, people don't find someone's education a complete failure because their third grade math teacher, right. you know, had to suddenly leave and there was a substitute and there was a gap and there was, you know, that happened. Right, right. And, and it's, it, no one's scared of that. And yeah. they're scared of it at home. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, when we lived in France, we sent all the kids to public school. And um, when the teacher didn't show up, they just didn't have class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't have subs. You know? So yeah. it's like, 
okay, you know? Yeah. So. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it works. I yeah. think we're very set, I mean, you know, on... on we want to do it right, especially when it's our kids, you know? Right, complete, but, completely. Yeah, but it, maybe it doesn't need to be quite so stressful, like, like you said, we have yeah. time. I, yeah, you have time, and and I think there's um, there's also um, a um, I can't remember what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know this is all good, and we're getting short on time, so okay. I'm just um looking at these questions. But um, so overall, how do you feel about your experience? Experience homeschooling like how did it turn out oh um fantastic I mean it, it was um it the memories that I have with my children are wonderful mm -hmm. um I think the sort of broadly knowledgeable passionate interesting people that my children mm -hmm. have become mm -hmm. was just what I was wanting I think that my you know with my younger ones um seeing them already kind of excited about finding passions and, and kind of wanting to pursue them and, and, mm -hmm. um, it, mm -hmm. it's been really fulfilling and, and it's, um, I wish the only thing that was hard was doing it kind of alone feeling like I said, yeah. my children definitely felt that I really felt that, which makes you both question if you're, you know, this whole thing is not something you should. Yeah, I was going to ask you if, if you're, yeah, I was going to ask if your kids had um, outside activities or co-ops or anything when you, as you've homeschooled. My first, my, so my, my children do now, my younger ones mm -hmm. um, do now. We do some co-op things. Um, uh, we started out doing more. I was so excited when I was homeschooling these that there are those opportunities now. Then, So we did started sort of jumped into a lot of yeah. them. And then we kind of pulled away because I felt like we, it was eating into the most valuable thing that we have, which is yeah. our Right. So, um, um, so there was sort of less of there's, you know, we're doing less of that with my first two, there was, I think there was a mom's coffee group that I belonged to that was 35 mm -hmm. minute drive and that was it. So we didn't really oh, do anything. No, we did. There were classes that were available. Mm -hmm. Cleveland mm -hmm. has fantastic museums for the size city it is. And so they had, they mm -hmm. had classes that were available for homeschoolers. We also yeah. just joined classes that were not, they did. Um, yeah. We have a big um, community recreation center here where they mm -hmm. took enrichment classes and sports and that sort of thing. So oh, nice. they were, yeah. yeah, where I feel very, and they were really inexpensive. And so I, you know, so they yeah. were, they knew people, yeah. I think they helped with their transition into school as well as they, yeah. and we're in, sure. a big, we're in a big school system district so or there's lots mm -hmm. of I think everyone here has at least two children and so um when they they went in I don't think people even knew that they had been homeschooled really or you know and and they read yeah cases and so that made it that made it easier a little bit but mm -hmm. um, so we didn't use a lot of it yeah yeah it sound and and I think that's good for people here too because I think Sometimes how we grow up is kind of all we know. And I know, like, for me, we did soccer. So it's like, okay, I guess we need to do soccer. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, moving to France, like, uh, I mean, there, there were stuff, but it wasn't the same. It was just, like, once a week. 
there weren't oh. like Saturday stuff, you know, and I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just my age. I was raised in San Francisco and I went to public school and it was just kind of school and then that was it. Then you took the public bus home mm-hmm. and you played with the kids on your block outside. I mean, that was, you know, yeah. it was no, yeah. it was nothing when you're, when we were yeah. organized. Like, yeah. So it's a different, it's yeah. A different and that's, but we did, yeah. take, well, we, my, did, we did take advantage of a lot of other things. My, my mm-hmm. mother was definitely somebody who was a, let's jump in the car and go do it. Let's just go see mm-hmm. what this, and or, you know, or, um, and, and, um, you know, we didn't have much financial means, but that in, that desire was definitely there in yeah. her too to just go and yeah and do it. And it does. It just it it kind of broadens and enriches your life. And I think that's what I am most happy about with my kids. I was yeah. So um, when they were it must have been last summer, um, I had my two older ones were home and we went to a, um, a Shakespeare in a park at the, at a local park here. And at the beginning of the show, they have a kind of a green show where the kids, the people come out and they were singing Irish drinking songs before the performance. And my children knew all the lyrics to the songs and they were laughing that this was like such a homeschool thing for them because we've oh. been to so many sort of Irish festivals and I, <laughs> but they also, it was so wonderful. It was sort of funny, you know, they're mm-hmm. laughing and that's what you learn when you're homeschooling. But it was also so nice because they had that shared yeah. laugh about it, that shared experience. Yeah. They both yeah. knew the songs. Um, yeah. But also that they both could, you know, um, understand references that are in the performance that yeah. we were watching. Yeah. We had studied that part of the world together mm-hmm. and, and that they wanted to be there and, you know, yeah. got so much out of the experience now because of what they had before and sort of have these wonderful memories along the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut out a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're okay. Okay. So let's kind of finish up here with um, what is the best thing about homeschooling and what's been the hardest part? Um, the hardest part is the being feeling like you're the only one doing this. I would love to feel more, um, that there are more people not only homeschooling, but if there were more people homeschooling, maybe there would be more people homeschooling with, for the same reasons that I am. The, yeah, uh, right, right. And um, then, um, and also just the no, no time to yourself. But yeah, kind of, but that's kind of I. I think that even if I wasn't doing this, I would probably be throwing something myself into something else. It, and it would be yeah, like, you know, I mean, right. Um, and that's kind of being a parent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, did you come up with strategies to how, to give yourself time? I think that's probably something that's good for people here. Well, I think like most, ugh, then maybe this isn't a good answer for everybody to hear, but I think like most way, the way that I approach most everything else too, yes, the strategies are there and the ideas are there, but then that all kinds of fades away, you know, and um, yeah, life gets in the way and it doesn't really happen. So um, 
so I, I mean, I try and, you know, I, there, there is some tag teaming with my husband, you know, he'll walk in the door, mm-hmm. out the door. Um, but also, um, I, I think one thing that helps is kind of the way that we homeschool is that mm-hmm. it might not be time for myself, but I get to, I get to go to the museum and yeah, that's you know, true. I'm yeah. going for walks in the nature, you know, I'm, I'm doing right, things that are right. really enjoyable and really with people yeah. that I really, really like. And yeah the you know the mom thing doesn't end but i'm um i'm learning about the world and seeing beautiful things and and trying to let myself enjoy those experiences more consciously than i did with my mm-hmm. so you know if there's before i would just yeah with an aim of like what can i show them and now i'm like okay i'm showing you this uh-huh. and i'd like to go and look at this too sort of a you know yeah oh good that's, that's so, good so i like that like a time of my own or a you know yeah yeah um and then what are some key things key things that gave you success there was like one or two main things what would that be um as I, I think I've already said these, but taking advantage of everything that's, that's around us, going to mm-hmm. things, seeing things, um, I think is, um, helped broaden their, my kids' views of the world and also made sure that it wasn't just always my view of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, taking advantage of resources, whether it's online or going to things, I think was key. Um, and trying to always keep in mind that overarching thing of that the, the skills are not, ends in themselves they're a means to do something else and anytime and help my children see that um is is helpful for them and for me yeah yeah and then um to end what tips or recommendations and do you have for people homeschooling and then what any last words i guess um well i i think my tips would be again just don't don't forget to enjoy the ride these 18 years are not just meant to be um right you know like gathering skills for for later um get you know taking advantage of resources don't worry if you're running out of steam on something and you switch to something else it's not mm-hmm. a failure. i think these are things that that i probably said but um yeah. i think those are my main pieces of advice and a special thanks to Audrey for that interview. I know I'm more inspired to find topics that my kids are interested in and when they ask a question about it to actually go and look it up right there um, and to use my phone a little bit more, use Google a little bit more and keep asking questions. So anyway, I hope you're inspired too and uh, we'll see you next time.